you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Are the Colts in the Lamar Jackson business? Coming up on this Wednesday edition of NFL Now, we'll tell you what Shane Steichen just said moments ago. Welcome to the show from our newsroom in Los Angeles. My name is Andrew Siciliano. We're presented today by IKEA. Also coming up, Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State, one of the best corners in the draft. We start this hour with one of the best quarterbacks in the draft, and that would be Bryce Young, who on Tuesday was in Carolina to meet with Josh McCown and Frank Reich and the Panthers. They hold the first overall pick in the draft. His frequent flyer mile tour continues today. If Bryce Young meets with the Panthers on Tuesday, it only makes sense that he moves on to Houston to meet with the Texans. Ian Rappaport is our NFL Network insider. All of this, Ian, with people grumbling that maybe the Texans don't take a quarterback at number two and just throw our whole draft and all the mock drafts out the window. But for now, they're meeting with the quarterbacks, including this one. Well, if the Texans did, in fact, end up not taking a quarterback at two, that would certainly ruin everyone's mock draft, and they would un- be unable to get the coveted 31 for 31, usually 32, but obviously the Dolphins would have one this year. So, yeah, I w- that would ruin some mock drafts. Uh, I would say this. Uh, there's no other position that is as important as the quarterback. The Texans know they got to get it right. They know they have to find the right guy to be the quarterback of the future. And they're going through the process now to see if one of those guys is in the draft. Likely it is, but it's the draft, and we will never know until that name is called. So, yeah, as you mentioned, Bryce Young visited the Carolina Panthers yesterday, visiting the Houston Texans today. They're going to do their due diligence visits and all of that, and they actually have done some already, Will Levis already, uh, some others. Uh, They're going to do that on all the top quarterbacks in the draft and then get to draft week and know if the Carolina Panthers take C.J. Stroud or if they take Bryce Young. 
How are the Texans going to proceed? Part of the process, for sure. Uh, certainly not the only in-person visit uh, for the Houston Texans, but uh, a very important one as well. Hey, listen, it's interesting, Ian, with these quarterback visits because, let's say, the top four guys are all meeting with the top ten teams, but we also have a group of teams lower in the first round of the 19 in in the 20s let's say or the bucks at 19 that are also meeting with the quarterbacks hoping one of them gets there like the bucks and will levis yeah that's an interesting meeting going on today the bucks having a top 30 visit for kentucky quarterback will levis he's also visiting the atlanta falcons tomorrow that makes sense they are in the top 10 of desmond ritter in as their starter right now the Bucks could be potentially plotting a potential move up. Potential, potential. They could be plotting a move up from number 18 to wherever they feel like they need to get to if Will Levis uh, slides a little bit to them. Or they could be plotting a much bigger move up into the top 10. There's nothing more important than getting your quarterback. Nothing more important than getting your quarterback in the future. The Bucks know this as well as anyone. They had Tom Brady for years, led them to a Super Bowl. If they believe Will Levis is the guy, it could be a short jump. It could be a big jump into the top 10. They now become a team to watch for when it comes to the quarterback position. All right, so they're 19. Right ahead of them, the Lions, who have a quarterback, who have Jared Goff, are sitting there at 18. Granted, they're also in the top 10. Detroit's at 6. Which quarterback are they meeting with? The Lions are meeting today with Hendon Hooker, the Tennessee quarterback, who's become a little bit of a darling in this draft, obviously coming off a torn ACL. Sounds like his health is doing really well. Uh, an A-plus leader. Now, there's a lot to like, and I would be, as at this point, Andrew, surprised if he is not a, a first-round pick. And it's not just the Detroit Lions who are interested. Among the other teams that Hendon is scheduled to meet with, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who we were just talking about, that is likely going to be tomorrow. And then the Las Vegas Raiders, who have number seven, also have number 38. So potentially, if it's for Hooker, they would be a team to trade up into the back end of the first round and take their quarterback. Interesting. Hendon Hooker getting a lot of visits here. Remains to be seen if we have four or five quarterbacks taken night number one. Thank you, Ian Rappaport, our NFL Network insider. The Colts are sitting here at four. Shane Steichen on the podium moments ago. Listen to this. As you just uh, addressed, you guys have spent a lot of time zeroing on these quarterbacks in this draft. There is outside a lot of noise, or has been a lot of noise, about you know, what other options you might uh, look into, Lamar Jackson or others. Mm-hmm. Is it fair to say you're more focused on the draft than any other possibilities right yeah, now? Yeah, we're focused on the draft, and I'm focused on the guys that are in the building right now. That's, that's, that's where we're at. Right, Ian's still here. Um, that was Shane Steichen moments hi. ago. Yeah, I was trying to say goodbye. It just got lost in my head where we were in the rundown. Uh, hi, Ian. Glad you're here. Trying to make sense of what Shane Steichen said because the reporter kind of gave him an out. Hey, do you want Lamar Jackson or, or do you just want to talk about the draft? Yeah, I noticed that. I wasn't really going to say anything, but yeah, not maybe in the Hall of Fame of questions for coaches. But, but he anyway, tried. Uh, the message was, yeah, it is what it is. The message is still pretty clear for Shane Steichen. And look, he could say... What he wants, he could have said, we're focused on Mars. The reality is uh, they have not yet made a move for Lamar Jackson, and the actions speak a lot louder than his words, although his words are, we are focused on the draft. Remember, they have the number four overall pick. They're taking a look at all the quarterbacks, presumably. That is another prime quarterback location, so that is one important factor. Then they uh, focused on the players in their building, and they finally do have some players in their building doing off-season conditioning, that is what Steichen meant. But anyway, the actions are louder because you've got to think that 
if they were going to make a move for Lamar Jackson, they would have done it already. They would have done it when they had salary cap space. They would have done it early in the offseason so there's some certainty going forward into the draft. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying it's looking more and more likely that Lamar Jackson is going to be the quarterback for the Ravens in some form or fashion, in some form of contract for the 2023 season. You know what they can also do hypothetically here is take something other than a quarterback, let's say a defensive player at four, and then after the draft or even Friday, right, go sign Lamar Jackson to an offer sheet. Then they're not giving up four. Then they're giving up the picks in 24 and 25. Well, but then, okay, but then that's true. But then let's say the Ravens match, and then they just don't have a quarterback. Right, and then they don't have a quarterback. But they do have Gardner Minshew and his fantastic fan, one way or the other. Thank you, Ian Rappaport. Actually, I am saying goodbye now, at least for this segment. Thank you, sir. I say goodbye because we go to Denver. And look at the Broncos. We hit the roster reset button on them. Last season, 2022, was one to forget for the Broncos. They hope this year is one to remember with their brand-new head coach, Sean Payton, who was able to get in the building yesterday and talk to his team and set a path towards week one. Brand-new head coach. Get to talk to the team. Without a lot of draft capital here to put pieces around Russell Wilson. James Palmer is in Denver. Brian Baldinger joins us as well. Baldy, great to have you here. James, how do you do this? They're, they're not picking until 67 here. And then 68, back-to-back picks, but they're going to have to wait a while. They are going to have to wait a while. They only have five picks total, and it has been a conversation in that building, to my understanding, for some time now as they're going through their draft preparation. How do we add more draft picks. Now, a lot of people believe that it would have been trading one of their top wide receivers in Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy and collecting some draft capital in return. Now, Sean Payton at the owner's meeting said that was not going to happen. He's not trading either one. We'll see if anybody wows them between now and the draft that, that something could still happen to add some draft capital. They can still just move back <laughs> in some capacity and still add some picks in, in that manner as well. But you look at what they did in free agency early on. Those were the musts really, that they needed to fill in Sean Payton's mind. And that was going out and getting Mike McGlinchey and Ben Powers, physical guys on the on, on the offensive line. Baldy was a big need and must that they wanted to have. And they really are still looking at that offensive line now in the draft, specifically at the center position. They, Lloyd Cushenberry is there now, but I wouldn't be surprised if they found a center in the third, fourth round that they really liked. The other two positions, Baldy, they're really looking at and have had guides in on visits cornerback to add some depth there most teams say you can't have enough corners they need some help there and then edge rusher they've had an inability to stay healthy there specifically with randy gregory a big free agent that they brought in this past season baron browning has a lot of ability and has had flashes at times nick benito a year ago they picked in the second round but getting to the quarterback up front their front seven is definitely something that they're focused on quite a bit right now baldy in those draft meetings but when you're picking that well, you're late about the trenches you right? don't know who's falling talking about you. the trenches james and so I think the additions of McGlinchey and Powers, I mean, you, you hope that you can plug and play those guys and you improve the offensive line. I mean, it all starts up front. But then, you know, to, to get Javante back, to get Tim Patrick back, that helps a great deal. Uh, you talk about the center position. This is a good draft for centers. And you might find a Ricky Stromberg. I'm not going to throw every center's name out there. But you might find some of these guys in the third round. And if they could do that and strike gold and upgrade that position, that might be um, that might be a good day's uh, a good second day for the Denver Broncos if they can do that. Because I think the way that 
Sean Payton likes to run the ball the way he likes to protect his quarterback. It's going to start up front, and that process started in free agency. And they're not the only team with only five picks. For example, the Vikings have only five. The Ravens have only five. Um, Eric DaCosta, for example, on the podium last week said his goal in Baltimore is to get more than five picks somehow. And I'm sure they're thinking the same thing there in Denver. The Chiefs are in a really cool position here, James. Let's transition to them. Um, They are picking at 31, which means uh, when they make that selection at home, they're going to get all the Chiefs fans cheering. Obviously, they won the Lombardi here as well. Uh, It's not the only way, though, they reset this roster. Give me a Kansas City offseason perspective as they transition here to try to win it again. And they have double the picks that the Denver Broncos have. They have 10 selections in all in in this draft. And we saw what they did with all of their rookies and the roles that they played in this last Super Bowl run that they had. But I do think what we have seen, once again, the formula that is in place in Kansas City. And Baldy's going to love this because we're talking offensive line again. Protecting Patrick Mahomes is what they do, and that's where they spend their money and where they spend their draft capital. You saw with Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith, the two probably biggest free agent signings that they have made at the very beginning of free agency with Brett Veach running the show there is Joe Tooney, who came in and they brought him in in free agency and he's changed that offensive line. And now they do it with Juwan Taylor, who is going to step in and Andy Reid believes knows this system, knows the terminology, should hit the ground running. They look at the wide receiver position more towards the draft. Can they go get a Jalen Hyatt to be the speedster to go along with Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony, who they believe Tony should Baldy be their number one? They think they can do so many different things with him. And then Sky Moore takes another jump. But what we're seeing in the way things are built in Kansas City is if you protect Patrick Mahomes, he will make plays, and that's where the Chiefs are going to continue to make investments, Baldy. That, and you know, they they look at the holes in the roster. So you lose Zeus, uh, Orlando Brown Jr., uh, via free agency to Cincinnati. You go get Jawan Taylor, who was a prized uh, free agent for a lot of teams. Been a right tackle in Jacksonville. Yesterday they wanted him to play him at left tackle. We'll see how that goes. But they bring back Lucas Niang, who was a third-round pick, has started for the Chiefs. And you solidify the wall. And then, you know, you, you go and say, okay, we're not going to bring Frank Clark back, at least right now. We'll go get Charles Amenahu who just keeps getting better and better. You kind of go to San Francisco, rebuild yourself, then you go hit the free agent market, and that's what Charles has done. And so I look at those two holes, and they've plugged them. And now you go, okay, 10 uh, picks in the draft. Now we can go add talent and young talent to our roster, and we'll see. You know, I mean, Isaiah Pacheco didn't start the season, but he finished the season. We saw all the depth in the, uh, in the secondary year ago that they drafted four guys in the secondary, all played a prominent role in the road to winning the Super Bowl. So uh, I feel like you're in great shape to go out and, you know, do the proverbial go get the best guys regardless of the mm-hmm. position because I feel like the major holes – have been plugged in free agency. And it's pretty clean here. They're picking end of the first round, 31. End of the second round, 63. End of the third round there at 95. That is end of the third round before all those compensatory picks. They had one, but it eventually went to New York and then to Vegas, all part of the Darren Waller trade. Thank you, James Palmer. Thank you, Brian Balding. We appreciate you. Coming up next, what about Aaron Rodgers? We're 15 days away. Do we have an answer? Unlikely. But we'll tell you what Mark Murphy said yesterday while waiting for a bus. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. 
So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't know what you think, and this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. 15 days away from the draft here. 15 days away from what we hope will be some kind of conclusion to this Aaron Rodgers story. But the deal still is not done. Mark Murphy is the Packers team president. Yesterday, he met with the media while standing in front of a bus before getting on said bus for a five-day tour around Wisconsin. Is the ball essentially in their court? You've said this is what we want, either A, B, C, or D, and you're you're kind of waiting for them to. Yeah, I I, I can't really get into that. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, I know Brian and Joe have been talking. And... Are you expecting a lot of questions about this during this tour, and how do you plan on handling those? Uh, I do anticipate quite a few questions, and uh, I anticipate saying that there is no update. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, it is interesting, you know, 15 years ago, we're in a similar situation. Do you, do you need a deal to get done before the draft, or are you guys okay going into the summer if that's what it takes? I, I, you know, again, that's something you know, Brian is working on, and you know, I've been actively involved, and uh, yeah, no, really, yeah, I, there's really nothing more to say. What lessons did you take from that experience on your first tailgate tour and your first year in charge that you can apply now as you're dealing with this? Well, I'm really glad that Aaron Rodgers turned out to be such a good quarterback, and I'm hopeful that Jordan Love turns out to be a similar quarterback. Waiting for Mark Murphy to say, there's nothing to see here, please disperse. There's nothing to see here. So, as luck would have it today, Brian Baldinger is in Florham Park. He is in the Jets building doing, you know, some content for for Jet Socials and the Jets website. 
Judy was there last week. They're both with me live from the tri-state area. <laughs> Baldy, have you seen? You're there. Have you have you seen Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Are they printing jerseys? Can you smell ayahuasca? Is there any anything going on? The only 12 jersey I see in this Jets facility is Joe Namus. I, okay. I haven't seen Aaron Rodgers. Nothing. Nobody else has. Um, no ghost. Uh, no uh, helicopters flying over top. Nothing like that. But everybody is anticipating his arrival. Okay. Nothing to see. Judy, nothing to report other than, you know, Joe Douglas grabbing a mic in, in some radio event over the weekend. Is there anything going on there that would suggest this is going to happen like now? Let's not dismiss the Joe Douglas saying he's going to be here. That's the most definitive thing anybody has said throughout this whole process. So I'm going with Joe Douglas saying he's going to be here. No, there is nothing new to report. Um, They are trying to work out a deal. Again, I go back to the fact that we were told this was not when we were in Arizona at the meeting two weeks ago. We were told closer to the draft. Um, So, you know, put your feet up and get comfortable. and, And that's where we are. It doesn't mean anything is wrong. It just means they're trying to figure it out. Um, Brian Gutekunst at that meeting in in Arizona said um, they did not necessarily have to have the 13th overall pick, which is the Jets' first rounder. So that was a little bit something. But there's no reason to think that there is a problem here. And in the meantime, the Jets have gone about their business, you know, putting pieces in place so that everything is ready to go when Aaron Rodgers gets here. Obviously, Alan Lazard has come. McCole Hardman has come around. And the next question, I think, as we head into the draft as we uh, you know, get ready for the draft is where do they go in the draft and will they address the offensive line? Because I think that's probably the next big question, right tackle. Um, if you assume that, you know, Makai Becton is going to fight for the job with Dwayne Brown at, um, at left tackle, what, what do they do at right tackle? And to me, if one of those top tackles is still on the board when they pick, assuming that they're going to pick at 13, I think the big question is, do they go in that direction? And as you have raised, Andrew, do they try to pick up another wide receiver between now and the draft? Yeah, and the Mekhi Becton uh, fifth-year option deadline is coming up. All, all those guys from that 2020 draft coming up uh, in less than three weeks now, right after the draft. Baldy, from where you sit, what do you think of the roster right now? Well, I think it's, you know, greatly improved from a year ago at this time before they drafted Brees Hall and Sauce Gardner and Jermaine Johnson and, you know, really struck gold in a lot of different areas. Uh, and, you know, they've, they've added some pieces this offseason, obviously bringing in a Chuck Clark, you know, at safety, which is a real need position for them. I think they've gotten better there. You know, they've got the 42nd and 43rd picks as well. One of those was in the trade for – uh, with uh, Elijah Moore to Cleveland. So they've got, added another second-round pick. So, you know, they got three of the top 43 picks in this draft. And I think they have they feel like, um, you know, talent-wise, adding McColl and adding Alan Lazard, along with, you know, Garrett Wilson and the other guys they have here, that they're in pretty good shape. I mean, I think tight end is a position of need. It's a great draft for tight ends, no matter where you want to go. It's a good draft for offensive tackles. Uh, it's a deep draft for edge rushers. And so there's plenty of opportunities to continue to build and add to this roster and a defense that finished the season ranked in the top ten in the league. Uh, Judy, let's get back to the quarterback thing. We were, we were talking Zach Wilson last hour. You have a good piece right now on NFL.com about kind of the limbo that he is in. Are we overlooking the Tim Boyle move? And I say that with, with not an ounce of sarcasm. Yeah, it's an interesting wrinkle here because Zach Wilson, they have made very clear that 
Zach Wilson is going to be the backup quarterback. But Tim Boyle was signed. And part of the reason he was signed is he's got great familiarity with this offense. He is close to Aaron Rodgers. He is close to Nathaniel Hackett. He's known Nathaniel Hackett, I think, since he was in high school. Boyle was in high school, not Hackett. Um, so he knows this offense. And if we assume that Aaron Rodgers is maybe not going to be uh, on the field, at least in the early part of OTAs, Boyle can run the offense, and that's going to be really important. Again, they have said Zach Wilson is going to be the backup, not Tim Boyle, but you've got to assume that he's going to at least push Wilson. And the other thing that he can do is he can sort of be the bridge between Aaron Rodgers and Nate Hackett and the other players and sort of explain how they want the offense to look. Um, I don't think they want Boyle to have to play at all. I, th I don't think they want to have Wilson play for that matter. But I do think that that adds an interesting dynamic to the quarterback room, which already is going to have an interesting dynamic because Zach Wilson is going to be sitting in there with, as we talked about last hour, his quarterbacking idol, Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Tim Boyle did start three games for the Lions a couple of years ago. Brian Baldinger is live in Florham Park. Baldy, I know there's a like if you go out the door there and turn right, there's a kitchen right around the corner. If by chance you bump oh, into yeah. Aaron Rodgers in the kitchen, reheating lunch or maybe oh, making okay. some tea, um, let us know, please. I'll okay? take a selfie and send it to you, and you we'll, we'll put it up on the air. Everybody should follow Baldy on all the social platforms. He is the world's most interesting former offensive lineman. Thank you, Baldy. Thank you, Judy. Let's get to Rhett Lewis's mock draft. We had fun with this yesterday. Bryce Young won, C.J. Stroud two. I mean, B. John Robinson at 10 was certainly a fun one. You know, Rhett slept here yesterday. He didn't leave the building. I believe he hosted six different shows, including Path to the Draft. Hello, fellow draft enthusiasts. Welcome back here inside the studio of Path to the Draft. Alongside my friends and former NFL scouts, Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks, I'm Rhett Lewis. And it's that time of year, guys, where we're kind of talking about these mock drafts and we're starting to hear some new names enter the conversation. It certainly feels like towards the end of the first round, 25 through 31 in this year's draft, it could be some real wild cards in there. Let's start with some names that we're hearing, getting some of that buzz that could find their way into the first round that maybe haven't been talked about a whole bunch. DJ, is there a player like that that fits the bill for you? Yeah, for me, I'm going to go to TCU and I'm going to go to Steve Avila, who is an interior offensive lineman who's played guard. He's played center in the past as well, which teams have gone back in time and looked at his center snaps, which are excellent. Uh, he's somebody that is a plug-and-play starter. He matches up in whatever scheme you want to do. You want to be an outside zone team. He can really move. You want to be a gap scheme and come downhill and maul people. He gives you that as well. So that's one when you start looking at team-specific needs there at the end of the first round. Those are good rosters. This is a plug-and-play guy right there. Bucky, you got one? Yeah, how about Joe Timmon from Wisconsin being a center that can come in and deliver immediate results right away. This is a guy that is solid at the point of attack. Uh, you know, pedigree coming from Wisconsin. He understands how to play the game. There you see him leading around the corner. Does a great job of playing with his neighbors, meaning he understands how to use body help when he's compromised. This is a solid player, a smart player. 
player, one who should be a plug-and-play starter from day one. Oh, let's double down on the Badgers, shall we? Bucky <laughs> Brooks, stay right there in Madison in the Big Ten and talk interior defensive oh, lineman Keanu Benton, guy who uh, had a really nice week down at the Senior Bowl in Mobile and really felt like he came out of his shell this year for the Badgers on the interior of that defensive line, was coached really well, found some real nice production on the inside there. The, the interesting story, I mean, this was a guy that, you know, not only did he not necessarily play, uh, get ready to play college football, he almost didn't go to college at mm-hmm. all and now could be finding himself into the back end of the first round as one of those wild card picks. That's why I love kind of trying to forecast where these guys are going to end up and there's so much that can happen uh, towards the back end. This is kind of, are we calling this Cole Strange territory now? After <laughs> nice. what happened I, I, I thought after you did Keanu Benton, you might say it's going to be an excellent adventure, but that's neither here nor there. There you go. Uh, all right. Uh, speed? Chase? I don't know. Wait, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Um, okay, but be sure to join us for much more conversations just like this all the way up to the draft weekdays, 6 p.m. Eastern time right here on Path to the Draft. Honestly surprised DJ didn't say the new John Wick trailer is dropping. Keanu there? No? Okay. Just saying. More Tom Fuller and hijinks coming up. Coming up, that guy who uh, is Mr. Pick 6. We're going to get to know Emmanuel Forbes. He is set to join us, the Mississippi State Corner. If you don't know, you should know, and you will know next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This draft has everything for you if you want a corner. Each of these guys does something a little bit differently. But we look at Bucky Brooks' list. And by the way, DJ's list is pretty much the same. Emmanuel Forbes is on that list. He has a very particular set of skills. If you want a guy to intercept the quarterback and run it back for a touchdown, Emmanuel Forbes is your guy. Who joins us now? And I just found out that Emmanuel, hey there, is a Dodgers fan, which is interesting from Grenada, Mississippi. But Emmanuel Forbes, nobody has 
had more pick sixes than this guy here in the history of FBS football. Six in his college career. Emmanuel, why are you so good at the pick six? Uh, just looking to go take the ball away, honestly. And I came from a receiver background, so I don't like to get tackled. So I'm going to try to go score. <laughs> You're being modest, man. You had six at Mississippi State. You had eight in high school, which is just absurd. There are also, like, return touchdowns as well on special teams. It's more than, Emmanuel, you just don't want to get tackled. A lot of guys say that. You're good at not getting tackled. Yeah. And that's all from being a wide receiver. Yes, sir. Well, you know what? You have something in common with Trayvon Diggs, and you retweeted this. You know, Trayvon Diggs, the Cowboys corner. Um, He put on Twitter during the season, it's a real skill to get interceptions. Anyone can squat a ball. How much pride do you take, Emmanuel, in being the king of the pick six? Oh, I take a lot of pride, and I just feel like, you know, if I can get my hands on them, if I can break it up, I can pick it any day, so... Anytime I'm close enough to get my hands on, I'm going for the pick, 100%. Yeah, 100%. 14 career interceptions at Mississippi State. Six of those 14, nearly half of those 14, you took back for an interception. Again, no one in the history of FBS Division I football has done that. But, Emmanuel, look, it's the draft season. You go in a lot of these meetings. You go to the combine. Um, you, you hear what people say. They say, we're concerned about your weight. Emmanuel, what do you weigh right now? Uh, when I my pro day, I was 171. Okay. And I would say around one, right now I'm around like 174 to 177. Okay. Last year you played at like what, 165, 166? No, I started the season off at 173. Okay. Are people trying to put weight on you? Do they want you to have like eight meals a day? What are they saying when you go on these visits? Oh, yeah. Of course, I need to be heavier to play in the NFL, but it's all about me and how comfortable I am with the heavier I can be. So. I want to be at least around 180, 185 for the season. What are you doing to put on weight? Just stuffing, like eating, lifting weights a lot. So just trying to stay healthy and just put on the right weight, honestly. With the Dodger hat here, you should come to L.A. and just do do nothing but but Dodger dogs. Uh, I know you're getting a lot of meetings here. You recently went to Foxborough to meet with the Patriots. Did you sit down with Bill Belichick? I did sit down with him. What was that like? I was good. It went good. The whole meeting went good. Uh, got good information from him. Just talked to him about, a little bit about balls. So it went really well. Intimidating at all? Uh, no, he's like a real laid-back guy. So it's like on TV, he seems like serious, but like in person, he's really laid-back. Did he have a hoodie with cut-off sleeves on? He most 100% had a hoodie <laughs> with cut-off sleeves. Good. So what's next, Cincinnati? Yeah, I got Cincinnati tomorrow. Okay, how many more of these things? we got two weeks to go. Uh, I think Cincinnati tomorrow, then I got to go to uh, Detroit. Okay. And that would be my final one. Nice. Want to put a picture up here on the screen. You decided to play in the bowl game, Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. You weren't going to at first, I think, but you wanted to honor your head coach, Mike Leach. Here's a sign here. Obviously, that's the name of his book. What did it mean to play in that bowl game to honor him? And what will it mean to do that at the next level? I learned a lot to honor Coach Leach uh, in the bowl game. We played in Tampa, and it was an unexpected passing. So I just, you know, me and the rest of the guys just felt the need that we should play in a bowl game for him and give him that last dub that he needed for him to go in the Hall of Fame. Emmanuel Leach, uh, Emmanuel Ford's bigger pardon, playing there for Mike Leach, says that you'd be making a big mistake if you pass on him because of any concerns about his weight. Just turn on the tape and watch him go into the end zone. Emmanuel. 
Great to have you on. Good luck to you. Safe travels. Can't wait to see where you go in a couple of weeks. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Nice to meet you. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.